This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello and welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app, watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube, and follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the show today is Frank Schwab, NFL writer and better from Yahoo Sports. He will share his observations from various training camps across the country and how to bet on this week's preseason games. But first, let's get to yesterday in Major League Baseball. And yesterday, we talked about streaks, both the good and not so good. Well, some of these streaks have persisted. The Texas Rangers have now won seven straight. Mariners have won have a five-game winning streak right now. The Twins have won five straight. O's have won four straight. Meanwhile, at the other end of the spectrum, the Angels dropped their seventh straight in heartbreaking fashion in the ninth inning to the Giants. Diamondbacks have lost six straight. Marlins have lost five straight. Joe, with all of these streaks, are you updating any of your futures bets, or is there anything in particular you're looking for from one extreme or the other? No, not yet. And I'm sure, uh, yeah, obviously the winning and losing streaks stands, stands out after our conversation yesterday, but there are also other situations where you have to look at it in a game-by-game basis. And the Cubs winning streak ends, or maybe they're going to be in trouble with winning the series because Smiley happened to be on the bump and he was terrible once again. Uh, everything they're saying is they're going to stick by him, but with every game being so vital, I don't know that you can keep rolling to him every fifth day. We kind of had that feeling. Uh, as far as my bet yesterday, very happy that they continued to play ball because that, that game stopped at the start of the seventh and it was stuck on the total number. I'm like, you know, just play one of these last three innings here. You're probably going to go over. Uh, they they eventually did, but not not updating. No, I'm not going to look at one series, but I do think it's notable that some of these situations have changed, and as soon as they did, there's, uh, you know, they're winning or they're losing. In the Halos case, they add, and then they continue to lose. I mean, that, that was rough in the ninth inning yesterday. And then you it also reminds you you have to be careful about some of the noise because every five minutes there was a terrible white Sox story and then they keep winning (laughs) so for the first time this season so Aaron, you never want to overreact i agree i'm glad i didn't uh actually bet on that yankees white Sox game because i said that i'm not in the business of fading garrett cole 
and the White Sox beat the Yankees. So I'm glad I stayed away from that. A couple teams who had been losing, like the Mets and the Reds, they both won yesterday. So, uh, you know, I think the safest one, which I bet on, was the Dodgers. You know, they just keep hitting mm-hmm. the ball, the team total over, the over for the game. So interesting day. Um, but yeah, some of the some of my uh, thoughts yesterday on the MLB card would have been off for sure with the reds and the white get you a significant other who has an offense that will give tony gonsolin run support i mean that was ridiculous he did not have his best outing didn't seem to matter and look you know this is one of the reasons why pitching record doesn't matter at all because Mm -hmm. gonsolin's what seven and four now uh and he's certainly poised for regression yet at the same time Time after time after time, this guy d- continues uh, to either get run support or get fortunate with a good defense behind him or whatever it is. And this is why, Joe, like I'm so apprehensive fading him, at least directly, because this keeps happening to him. And we trust this Dodgers offense now. I mean, the, the bats are really, really powerful. Um, and I don't think there's anybody else like him in Major League Baseball. It's Well, how about his teammate? We had to have the Lance Lynn conversation because of the team he went to. And that's the only reason. That's the only reason we're like, I think we can't continue to fade him anymore just because of uh, of his teammates that are going to pick him up if, if he does struggle at all. So, yeah, it's it's just one of those cases. And that's why we uh, we talked a lot about the, da- the Dodgers with starting pitching and the Rodriguez story was so big. And I counted them as a loser at the deadline because when it failed with Rodriguez, you needed to pivot somewhere else. And and we'll see if uh, that bites them in the end or not, Aaron. Yeah. The other thing that stood out to me yesterday was the Braves losing with Strider on the mound. Didn't Ooh. see the Pirates winning that game. Bad. Mm-hmm. Really bad. Two and two yeah. thirds. Oh my God. It was, it's weird. Um, August 7th is not his day. Mark your calendar in 2024, August 7th last year, he lasted two and two thirds as well. Probably his two worst starts of his career. Yeah. Is, is someone's birthday that day? Like he's going out, know. he's not focused. What is going on? Voodoo. That's interesting. That is very weird. Yeah. Yes. E- even though it's only two data points uh, still though, maybe you want to shuffle up the uh, pitching <laughs> rotation data. just a little bit to where he, uh, lands on the sixth or the eighth of next year so that uh this can't possibly happen we've got uh we will go over today's uh mlb card and uh other various musings uh, a little later in the program but let's move on now the nfl has released its top 100 players uh i guess currently right now uh and voted on uh by those who are actually playing Number one, Pat Mahomes, surprise, surprise. Two, Justin Jefferson. Three, Jalen Hurts. Number four, Nick Bosa. Number five, Travis Kelsey. Joe, first off, do you take any – is there anything actionable as far as a poll like this is concerned? And do you agree with this top five? Because just upon first inspection here, the fact that Jalen Hurts is number three seems really surprising. Uh, Why do you say that? just too high it's way too high i mean the guy was going to win the mvp until he got hurt last year i stand by that 
Um, I, I, I know, don't. no, no, no. I, I know Mahomes' numbers and all that, but I think if he plays those last couple of games like he did much of the regular season and with everything that was going on with the, he was the favorite at that point. Let's not forget that. I mean, he, it seemed like he just needed to be on the field. Yeah. It's an overreaction, but isn't Jefferson an overreaction best receiver, but how impactful can you be? I I never put much into it because a lot of these players don't see, I mean, much of the league, they're going to see the film, of the the players that they are going up against right they understand their division but outside of that like if you talk to a lot of players like oh you got the bye week off you can enjoy watching a full slate of games no oh monday night football uh you're gonna play this team on sunday so are you gonna watch the game tonight no, I'm going to have to watch the film all week. So I don't put too much into uh, how the players rate these guys. I mean, I think it varies player to player. I think some are more into watching the games than others. What stood out to me was Travis Kelsey at five. I'm like, I don't know if Pat Mahomes has another player there. Like, will he make him a star? I wasn't sure about that one. I thought Kelsey was a little high. I actually am higher on Justin Jefferson. I even looked at him offensive player of the year. Not really getting a lot of value though at 13 to one. If you want to get really crazy, a hundred to one for MVP is kind of intriguing. I think with Kirk Cousins getting a lot of criticism that maybe if Justin Jefferson is healthy and, you know, puts up really good numbers again, that offensive player of the year is a good look. Yeah, Joe, Aaron is absolutely right here about Justin Jefferson. Like, he might be the second best player in the NFL. He's lapped the field at his position, number one. And number two, if he were part of a different offense, then, I mean, we would be talking about him as a legitimate MVP candidate. The problem is he's got Kirk Cousins throwing him the football. So there's that aspect. We, yeah. we would not be talking about him as a legitimate MVP candidate. We wouldn't. Yes, we would. Absolutely no, we, we would. Why well, we? you could have that conversation, but it's not real. It's it's a it's a waste of time. No, a non-quarterback's never winning this award again. We know this. Oh, now, now wait a minute. Never, ever, I'm, never, ever. Yeah, I'm okay. Maybe we have the one Adrian Peterson outlier, but I don't think so. No. I don't, I don't think so. I don't care I what think we are evolving as a football community to accepting the wide receiver position more as someone who can carry an offense. And, you know, you could also Not make the MVP. argument that Justin Jefferson is the Vikings offense. And so if he goes off and breaks various receiver records, absolutely he's going to be in the MVP conversation. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. 
The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And you can have that conversation, but he's Kirk, not going to win it. Kirk Cousins I mean, would probably have to get injured pass. or something too for them to be like, listen, it was Justin Jefferson that carried this team. A lot would go into it, and that's why it's 100 to 1. But mm-hmm. I did think it's kind of fun to be holding on to that ticket. I, I do tend to agree with Joe when you look at the history of who's winning. MVP, it kind of seems like the receivers are now getting offensive player of the year, and that's probably right. a better bet. But 13 to 1, I was like, oh man, give me more for Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that, yeah. It's a receiver yeah. award. It, it, that's what offensive player is becoming right now. It doesn't mean it's going to be that way forever. Uh with the with the way of the running back and people want nothing to do with them. I get that. And unless you get someone that's out there like 90% of snaps, which we don't see a ton of for obvious reasons. Um, it's challenging. Because all of these conversations we have start with quarterback number one, number two, number three. Like, that's where we're looking for a while before we move on to any other positions. So it is difficult making a top 100 list uh, involving other positions. And I do kind of like the fact that, okay, the top 10 isn't all quarterbacks. What do we have? Three? I think I see four quarterbacks. So I think – that's a good mix. I'm kind of surprised that Josh Allen didn't fall out of the top 10, to be quite honest. And, and see, I don't like Joe this Burrow mix. didn't crack the top five. I, well, he's right there. I would be fine with Joe Burrow in the top five. Absolutely, yeah. I would be. Yeah, I'd probably, if, if you're asking me to swap places, I think Jalen Hurts is way too high. Joe Burrow okay. probably is top five overall uh, in some way, shape, or form. Uh, okay. Where are the offensive linemen? Where's Justin Tucker in this list? I mean, you're telling me that Justin Tucker, <laughs> you know, isn't it? I mean, come on. Come on. The most accurate kicker in NFL history MVP. by a long shot. MVP. Yes. Give me that Justin no. Tucker MVP ticket. Come on. Oh, my God. Wow. Wait, you got, you got the defensive player of the year. You've got the best tight end. Like, I don't, I don't see a big problem. I think Tyreek's high, but okay. Yes. Now, I, I do agree Tyreek's a little too high. I think part of that is just reputation over the last several years. And not that he didn't yeah. play well with the Dolphins this first season there, but you look at some of the advanced numbers, and there are other receivers who are sort of vying for that second, third place role uh, well behind Justin Jefferson. And Tyreek Hill really shouldn't be a part of that conversation. I would argue Jalen Waddle probably should be more so than Hill. Ooh, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, you have the guys that most people would guess would finish one and two as far as uh, defensive player of the year. So I, I see what they're doing overall, and it's it's an interesting mix. Is there any quarterback that should be there that's not not in the top ten? Let's say 
Hertz is too high. Maybe Allen's a little high. Burrow too low. What are we missing? I guess Herbert hmm. and maybe Trevor Lawrence gets there in another yeah. year. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. We get to see him tonight. Maybe. Hard knocks. <laughs> Let's That's go. Right. The moment we've all been waiting for. Gosh. Boy, howdy. Is he going to pump fake us and not be on it much? Or is he going to be the star? <laughs> I don't see how you can avoid it. Like every cameraman's told, get, tw- get 12, right? I mean, that's the whole thing. Right. That's the, that's the draw? I don't know. I feel like Rodgers yeah. gets what he wants. So if he wants to stay out of the limelight, I think he will. But he does seem like a changed man now that he's in New York. He seems fun. He's going out. He's wearing diamond chains like you know i think he i think he might embrace being mic'd up but i also wouldn't be surprised if he wants some of these younger guys to shine a little bit and is only featured in a couple episodes i love the direct correlation aaron is posing here if you're wearing a diamond chain you automatically love life and you're extroverted if you don't wear a diamond chain yeah then you're shy and introverted yes those are the uh it's a good tell. <laughs> That's the marker there of overall success. No, uh, Joe Burrow should be in this top five. Aaron Rodgers, maybe so. Uh, Micah Parsons at number nine. I mean, you know, that's probably about right. But if he were in, say, yeah. like the top six, top five, uh, to me, it'd be slightly more accurate because I could very well be the best defensive player going right now. It kind of felt like a popularity contest a little bit and recency bias. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eh, t- to an extent. But aren't, aren't all these polls basically popularity <laughs> contests? Probably. Like the coaches poll for college football, Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Ohio State, LSU. It's pretty popular to me. So thankfully no we won't discuss it. Yeah, right. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, some teams are deciding to play their starters in the NFL preseason. We'll see how that could impact our bets right here on the BetQL Network.